A more solemn affair at the White House Correspondents' Dinner this year as Joe Biden reflected on the journalists who have been detained right around the world. But there was still time for some banter with Fox News and Elon Musk in the firing line. Bruce Wolpe joins me in a moment with the very latest, but first, our top story. Airstrikes are pounding Sudan's capital despite a truce aimed at allowing civilians to flee the conflict zone. We're just, um, we're running into dead ends. The man accused of killing his five neighbours in Texas remains on the run. Now the FBI is offering a reward for any tips that may lead to his capture. Ukraine remains in control of a key supply route into Bakhmut as the head of Russia's mercenary calls for more ammunition. Plus, Adidas is being sued by a group of investors after the company parted ways with Kanye West. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. From Ticker News, this is Breaking Now. We begin with breaking news this hour. An airstrikes have pounded Sudan's capital despite a truce aimed at allowing civilians to flee the conflict zone. The fighting has intensified across Khartoum between warring sides. It was hoped the truce would be extended by another three days. More than 500 deaths have been reported so far, with the true number expected to be far higher. Sudan's former prime minister says there are many issues affecting his nation and a transition will be difficult. But I think the Sudan transition this time is very complex, very different, has so many issues with it. The annual White House Correspondents' Dinner has taken place at the Washington Hilton. This year, it had a more solemn undertone as President Joe Biden acknowledged the many American journalists who have been detained right around the world. During his speech, Biden said the free press is a pillar of a free society, not the enemy. Prior to his arrival at the Hilton, he and First Lady Jill Biden met privately with the parents of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. He has been imprisoned in Russia since March, charged with spying. Charges he, his employer and the US government all strongly deny. But amongst this reflection and acknowledgement, there were still several jokes within Biden's speech. The US president poking fun at the recent Fox News Dominion settlement. Look, it's great the cable news networks are here tonight. MSNBC owned by NBC Universal. Fox News owned by Dominion Voting Systems. <laughs> Last year, your favorite Fox News reporters were able to attend because they were fully vaccinated and boosted. <laughs> this year, with that $787 million settlement, they're here because they couldn't say no to a free meal. And hell, I'd call Fox honest, fair, and truthful. But then I could be sued for defamation. <laughs> it ain't nothing compared to what they do to me. <laughs> Look, I hope the Fox News team finds this funny. 
My goal is to make them laugh as hard as CNN did when they read, read, read the settlement. And Biden also took aim at Elon Musk, joking the Twitter CEO could ruin the national public radio or the NPR by purchasing it. Well, not everyone loves NPR. Elon Musk tweeted that it should be defunded. Well, the best way to make NPR go away is for Elon Musk to buy it. And that's more true than you think, anyway. Also breaking this hour, the man accused of killing his five neighbors in Texas remains on the run as the FBI offers a reward of $80,000 for any tips that may lead to his capture. Authorities say 38-year-old Francisco Oropisa is armed and dangerous. He allegedly opened fire on his neighbors after that they asked him to shop, stop shooting because they were trying to put a baby to sleep. The victims are all from the same area and include an eight-year-old child. Police and the FBI are tracking him with dogs, men on horseback and drones, but they fear he could be anywhere now. The shooting happened on Friday night in a small town of Cleveland, North Houston. The FBI says they currently have no leads and are urging anyone with information to come forward. But right now, we just don't know, because if we did, we would have him in custody right now. We do not know where he is. We don't have any tips right now to where he may be. And that's why we've come up with this reward so that hopefully somebody out there can call us. I get pretty much can guarantee you he's contacted some of his friends. We just don't know who friends, what friends they are. And that's what we, we need from the public is any type of information, because right now we're, we're just uh, we're running into dead ends. In other news, Ukraine remains in control of a key supply route into Bakhmut as the head of Russia's mercenary Wagner Group threatened to withdraw troops if Moscow did not send more ammunition. Here's Zachary Goldman with more. Ukrainian forces are still in control of a key supply route into the embattled city of Bakhmut, according to a military spokesperson, while a Russian mercenary commander publicly criticized Moscow and demanded more ammunition to finish the fight. Russian forces have been trying for 10 months to punch their way into the shattered remains of what was once a city of 70,000. Fighting has been block by block and house by house, with both sides describing it as a, quote, meat grinder. Kiev has pledged to defend Bakhmut, which Russia sees as a stepping stone to attack other cities. A spokesperson for Ukraine's forces in the east told a news website that the 17-kilometer stretch he dubbed the Road of Life, leading from the town of Chasevyar into Bakhmut, was still under Kiev's control. On the other side of the front line, Evgeny Prigozhin late on Saturday said his fighters with the Wagner mercenary group had advanced some 100 to 150 meters further into the city, but he said the effort cost him 94 troops. Prigozhin and his private militia have led the Russian attack on the city and often claim unverifiable successes in videos such as this. In an audio recording published on the Telegram message app, Prigozhin said his losses would have been five times fewer if his fighters had more ammunition. 
In a separate video interview with a Russian military blogger, Prigozhin said his soldiers had only enough ammo for a few days and said that if he wasn't resupplied, he'd be forced to withdraw. Ukraine, too, has been long crying for more weaponry to sustain its fight. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Sunday said a planned spring counteroffensive would not hinge on the arrival of new Western warplanes. Western kind aircrafts. He's been asking for advanced F-16 fighters from the U.S. and NATO allies, but said the planned attack could not wait. On Saturday, a plume of black smoke rose from a Russian fuel depot in the Crimean port city of Sevastopol, which the city's Moscow-installed governor blamed on a Ukrainian drone strike. Meanwhile, civilian casualties continue to mount. On Sunday, the Ukrainian city of Uman held a funeral for two children killed by a Russian missile. At least 25 civilians were killed in a wave of Russian airstrikes last week. Adidas is being sued by a group of investors after the company ended its relationship with Kanye West. The investor group is alleging the sportswear brand was fully aware of West's problematic behavior years ago and failed to take measures to minimize its exposure. The company ended its collaboration with the rapper last year following anti-cinematic comments. Adidas revealed earlier this year that it could lose hundreds of millions of dollars worth of pro products but unsold UZ products. West is not a party to the investor lawsuit. Stay with us more on the White House Correspondents' Dinner coming up with Bruce Wolfe in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.